Yes, welcome one, welcome all to the one and only life in zero gravity. That is, this is the one and only. I seen <laughs> so okay. I don't wanna like go too hard, but I see other podcasts copying our name. I've seen Life in Space. I've seen one called I've seen a couple called Zero Gravity, you know. I've played a couple of them and I've seen like the descriptions. You know, and, and the descriptions are similar to our description. And, like, I'm not mad, you know. But I do kind of think, like, if you're going... Because clearly, like, <laughs> in two of these podcast cases, like, the cover of my podcast is literally the same as theirs. <laughs> so, it's, like, extremely similar to the point where it's, like, that's kind of weird, man. Like, clearly there was influence there, you know? And then even NASA started making something called Life in Zero Gravity after I had already made my Life in Zero Gravity albums. <laughs> so NASA stole space from me, basically, is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's... it's uh, They say imitation is the highest form of flattery. It's cool. I'm not, like, really mad or anything. But at the same time, I am wondering... <laughs> Like, why I wasn't informed. Because some of them, it's like, it's 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 really obvious that they're copying what I did, you know? Like, they're doing, like, these introspective podcasts and using the name and similar imagery. And honestly, it's not, it's not 100% cool because now my stuff's getting lumped in with your stuff. Someone could easily confuse that, you know? And I now I understand, like, why artists get frustrated with that type of stuff because it's like it's indirectly kind of um i'm not saying that these shows are bad because honestly i haven't heard enough of any of them to really know i heard a couple episodes of one that was i forget what it was called but it was something zero gravity they use like the same font that i use for mine and they called it zero it was something zero gravity right so i think that was the name actually zero gravity and it's like these two it's like a teenage couple I'm giving them free promo by saying this, <laughs> but like they were doing these podcasts and it's like the name is similar and it's, and it's kind of like a, there's like a similar type of vibe and I don't know, it's like now my stuff's being lumped in with that and I'm not trying to diss it, don't get me wrong, it's more of just like, it seems like more than a coincidence that it exists like it doesn't seem like hey i just happened to name my thing zero gravity and use the same font that you use for your zero gravity godcast also <laughs> but i don't mind like i don't mind in the end but just if anybody's listening to this i have nothing to do with some of those or any of those honestly i don't have anything to do with any other podcasts other than life in zero gravity you know or unless i guess if you listen to ring talk i'll probably be on there more and there's some that I'd like to be on that I feel like I could be a good contributor to, but I won't put those out there just yet because <laughs> uh, I don't feel like it. But yeah, thank you. I appreciate like it is flattery, but at the same time, it, it gets a little weird. Like I've seen people copy my um, my album cover for Life in Zero Gravity Part 2. I've seen people now everybody's doing like the space hair. I didn't create the concept, but... That album got out there quite a bit, and uh, the and I actually commissioned an artist to do it, so they're indirectly, like copying her artwork as well. You know, I don't know, man. I get it though. Um, it's definitely flattery. Like I remember, a couple years back, 
I found my music on like some like download sites, like illegal download sites. <laughs> like they had it up for people to download and like part of me is like, well, that's messed up. Like I put my I obviously I put my time and effort into that and like it's it's worth money. It costs money to actually buy it and you're putting it up for free, so you're taking money out of my pocket. But then at the same time it's like on the other end of that, it's like somebody cared enough to upload my whole discography to some of these sites for free. Like, the fact that they even took the time to do that. Not only that, I already had them. These people probably didn't know this. I already had them up for free. For free download and everything on um, Bandcamp. So, <laughs> like, the fact that they took the time to do that. Like, I already had them up for free. You could have already got them, you know. You didn't have to put them up on these sites. But, I mean, I definitely take it as a compliment that somebody would even take the time to do that. So, I don't know. I appreciate it. Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> but, uh, you know, life goes on. I thought it was interesting. I kept finding those lately because... I've been kind of, you know, sometimes I like to see how the podcast is doing. I'll look it up and, like, we get reviews, like, you know, we only got a couple reviews on Apple Podcasts, but we got a five out of five, baby, so it's all good. And now don't, please don't go fuck that up now. <laughs> Somebody's going to hear that and be like, not now, motherfucker, and they're going to jump on there and, and fuck up my perfect rating. I know it's going to happen. <laughs> Well, I have to admit, I'm not going to lie. I remember I chipped my tooth back in the day, right? I posted a picture of my tooth, like, chipped. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, damn, I chipped my tooth. It was kind of a sad story. Like, I was actually going to pick my brother up a video game from the store. I was riding my bike. I didn't have a car at that time. I think I was a teenager, right? And, um, like, I, I was on one of those bikes where... Uh, like, you have to actually put your feet into the pedals. So I put my feet into the pedals, but, like, it, it was slipping out. So I looked down for a second, and as I looked down, I slam, like, full speed into this truck and just, like, slam my tooth on it, and it chips it. <laughs> so I was like, damn, this really sucks. It's like I'm trying to, I posted, like, you know, I don't do that type of stuff anymore. Like, when something goes wrong, I don't usually say anything about it on social media. <laughs> You know, other than, like, maybe some fucking, <laughs> maybe some little, like, uh, subliminal shit, you know, sometimes I do that. Or really, because I'm not as mad at the person as I am at the behavior. That's the thing. If you follow me on social media, at Life in Zero Gravity, the number's here on Instagram. <laughs> Shameless plug. If you follow me on social media, I, I've, you know, I'm, I'm aware of how I can come across, and I know that some people take what I say is like, wow, what an asshole. He's going in on these people. And if you notice something, I almost never name names or, or put pictures up or anything like that. Because I'm not mad at the people as much as I'm mad at their behavior. And I can separate the total person from the behavior. So it's like, yeah, you did a shitty thing. I really fucking hate the shitty thing that you did. <laughs> so I might go in on it and diss it. And in turn kind of diss you but it's not really about you for one I don't like to get people to clout you know <laughs> I also don't believe like I'm, I've been moving into a phase where I'm just like we all need to stop like giving negative shit so much energy 
Because if you get under someone's skin enough to fuck their day up, that's a lot of power, right? To fuck their day up to where they're they're talking about you nonstop on social media, you know. I get it. We've all done it. Whether you admit it or not, or you've done it indirectly, shared a meme that applied that you knew was really referencing one person. (laughs) You all do it a lot, all day. I see it. I see it all day. Like, no offense, but honestly, women, I see y'all do it a lot more than we do. I think I'm one of the only guys that does that type of shit because I'm just like, I'm trying to uh, keep it real, be honest with my emotions and kind of, you know, anything that I go through, I feel like I'm not the only person who's ever gone through that, which is probably the humblest, that's probably the humblest thing about me. (laughs) But honestly, that's probably like one of the things about me that I feel like is maybe the most respectable is the fact that I look at it like that, you know? Because believe me, I'm my own toughest critic. I'm constantly looking for ways to improve. I'm constantly trying to be a better person. And I think we all should. I think that's a lifelong pursuit that never, that only ends when your life ends. (laughs) And maybe it doesn't. Who's to say? Maybe it continues on into an afterlife. Maybe it continues on into reincarnation or whatever, you know, whatever it may be. Maybe this, this will one day be your past life. And this life will continue into the next life. That's why I saw interesting... uh, (laughs) I've seen interesting discussions on social media about how whatever you did in your past life may be affecting your life now. You know, karma's real. The laws of karma pass on through different lives and incarnations. And it had me thinking, God damn, I must have been an asshole in a past life. You ever think about that? I don't know. Sometimes I think of a time like, damn, I must have been a dick. Why is this happening to me? You know? But honestly, I can't even, like, right right now, everything's fucking great. And I'm excited for the future. I just got a call for a big opportunity. And, like, I want to put it out there. I don't know if I'll ever be able to put it out there, honestly. I Like, so I got to keep it under wraps. But, man, big opportunity for me. And I'm excited about it. So... It really kind of just, like, set everything into place and kind of... It's like the universe telling me, oh, yeah, you're supposed to be doing this if you believe in that type of shit. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I think a, that's a such an interesting concept to me is past lives. I don't know what to make of it. Like, I can't tell you I have all the answers. And, honestly, I'm writing... I'll just say I've been working on a novel that has to deal with those type of concepts. I think it's an interesting concept. You know, like, no one knows, really. Might be able to find some evidence, but nobody is 100% sure on any of that shit. (laughs) So, at the end of the day, we're all, you know, doing what we can do to be better people. Some of us are, some of us aren't. (laughs) Everyone, I I don't think anyone is, like, not, is actively trying to be a shittier person, you know? (laughs) Is that a thing? Like, is anyone really... I guess some people, you know, that's the thing that makes me laugh with some people is <laughs> like, I'm just focusing on me for now. And I feel like the people that say that are always the people that were always just focused on themselves in the first place. <laughs> Everybody who says that has like some weird thing where they're like, I've been doing all this for everyone else. <laughs> and it's like, no, you really haven't. Like you, 
<laughs> you know, maybe some things went wrong. Maybe some people didn't treat you right. And now you're you're over here acting like, you know, you were doing everything and everything in your life was committed to other people and it was all for them. And you're just like this, you're just a victim in all of this. <laughs> and honestly, this is a, I've had some discussions lately where I've gotten into this this perpetual victim complex I think a lot of people can relate to these days. We see it a lot. And I, I said it on social media this week, but like nobody fucking is really watching, so. <laughs> Not a lot of people are, are, I think, being allowed to watch my stories. I know that sounds like a conspiracy theory, but I, I really believe that shit. Like they have the number of likes capped and all that type of shit. Like it's some fuckery, man. But anyway... <laughs> I, the only I don't care about social media likes. The only thing that I care about is I want to be able to fucking tour the world, doing this shit like fucking doing this show, doing music shows. Like that's the only fucking reason I care. I don't like social media. I really don't like it. Like, it's kind of fun for some shit, but honestly, it's like if I could just like, you know, live my life in real life and not even worry like. Not that I worry about it, but not even, like, go to that. I I really feel like my life would be happier, you know? Now I feel like I have to be promoting on there all the time. Like, because it's... If you're an independent artist, it's tough. Like, you don't have anyone backing you. You have to just do what you do yourself, you know? And I've amassed... I've amassed a nice following on the gram, as they call it. <laughs> so fucking, um... You know, my, my following is is bigger than most people on there. You know, I got what? I don't know. It's, it's fucking always... It seems like it's always... It must not always be going down or else I'd be at zero, but it seems like it's always going down. So last time I saw it was like 32-something thousand. Pretty good. I People say that... Some people accuse me of, of like buying followers, and I've never done that. I will say that I've done... I have paid for a couple uh, promotions... Like, when they promote your shit, I've paid for a couple of those just to see how effective they were. And honestly, they were not really effective at all. So, I don't know if I... I mean, maybe I would do another one, but I don't think so. I don't think any of that shit is that effective. Like, I've tried it, and it just didn't work, so... Did what I could. <laughs> but, you know, um, we're just pressing forward, man. Everything... Things seem to be lining up. You know, I got this opportunity. I'm I'm moving soon, you know, hopefully. I mean, it looks really good. The moving, that's, I think, I don't stress some stuff with moving like other people do, you know, because I'm like, okay, what's the worst case scenario? What's really like the, like, all the shit they have listed, it has to be there. It can't, like, not be there. <laughs> so what's the worst that can happen, you know? What's, like, the worst thing? I can't... I don't see anything being that bad. It's like, okay, what is it? A bug problem? Like, you can get rid of that, you know? You get rid of a bug problem, it's not that big of a deal. What else is there? You know? There's not a lot. The appliance doesn't work. You can have someone fix it. Like, I don't stress about that stuff as much, but it's more just, like, the whole process of getting the place <laughs> like just waiting like and I have good credit I have the money I make 
the income required to be allowed to rent that place. But I still am like, somehow it's going to go wrong, you know? I guess it's just because I'm really excited about this place. And it's just, like, I've always wanted to live by the beach. And I'm finally going to, I'm literally going to live, like, a block from the beach. Like, it's that part is exciting. I'm not going to lie. That part is really cool. And I'm excited about that. So, and I'll be, like, not only, not only will I be by the beach, but I'll be, like, near... A lot of good restaurants, a lot of good shops, all types of, like, stuff to do, you know? So that part is just like, man, that's exciting, you know? I'm excited about that. So I'm hoping that it works out. It looks like it should. And then with this new, like, you know, if everything works out, which it looks like it will, with this new uh, job opportunity, this new opportunity that I got offered, like... It just, it makes all the sense in the world and it works, you know, it works. The whole, this whole thing works. Like it makes so much more sense now. (laughs) So I'm excited, man. I'm hoping that everything goes well and I don't know, like everything looks good. So send me your positive energy. All right. So I can spirit bomb this bitch. (laughs) Man, it's just, it almost doesn't feel real, you know? And maybe it was New Jack, like, meditating under that full moon, that special moon that we had recently. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe I owe all this to, I'm just playing. <laughs> we fuck around a lot on here. I mean, you know, you know, you've listened, you know the fucking vibes. You've listened to this show multiple times, most likely. The audience keeps coming back. I keep telling you the show fucking sucks. No, I'm just playing. The, honestly, I feel like I can I can rock it solo. I can do interviews. Like we could do anything on this show. And um, I mean, if I'm entertained by my own conversations, that says something. Cause like this should be boring as fuck for me to listen to, and I always find it interesting. You know, like I forget because a lot of this shit is stream for stream of consciousness, stream for consciousness. God damn it. I hate when you fuck. It's like you could fuck up a phrase so slightly and it just sounds immediately like a hundred times stupider. It's just stream for consciousness. Like, God damn it. (laughs) Yeah, man. Oh, and I wanted to say I was talking on social media about the the that somebody did a rap mount rushmore for atlanta it was like a pretty big account that did it and they had like little baby future and honestly i forget who the other who the other ones even were that was like the mount rushmore for atlanta it wasn't the migos but it was like it was like a bunch of modern artists like future and and little baby and these other guys and i was just like okay so I'm not saying that they're bad or anything like that but for one they haven't been around as long as some Atlanta legends you know like some actual Atlanta legends so if I were to do one of those this is what I would do okay personally this is just personal off the top what I would say I would put, 
Andre 3000, who is, as far as I'm concerned, the king of Atlanta rap, the best. I He's in the top five of all time for me. So clearly, I put him at the height of Atlanta rap, the highest high. Then, who do you think's next? His his partner, his running mate, Big Boy. Because those... Those Arcus albums wouldn't be classics without Big Boy. And he gets slept on so much. And I, I'm not like some of these people. Some of these people say that Big Boy washes three stacks on tracks all the time. I'm like, I've literally never heard a track where I thought Big Boy had a better verse. Maybe. Like, there might be some. But it's not... <laughs> I've seen people defend Big Boy. But what I want to say is that he is really fucking good in his own right. It It's only because Andre 3000 is so amazing as an MC that I'm even saying that. And the fact that I'm even saying that there are tracks where it's competitive or like there might be somewhere Big Boy has the edge. That says a lot. So if you at your best can equal one of the top five rappers of all time, in my view on multiple tracks, maybe even outdo them sometimes. You deserve that mention. Another one. Ludacris. Ludacris' first like bunch of albums were all really dope. I don't know if I would say he probably has at least a classic album. Outcast has like what, like fucking three or four classic albums? Something crazy. And they paved the way for the Kendricks and, and all of them, you know, the Coles, of course, like all those, all those people they paved the way for, JID, shit. I would they they didn't even put JID out of the new fucking. <laughs> they could have put him on that Mount Rushmore, and it would have, to me, it would have looked better than putting like Future there. I'm not trying to diss Future. I'm just saying, fucking. I think we could all agree that that Jid is a better rapper than Future. I'm just saying, if you don't know J.I.D. or, yeah, if you don't know J.I.D., J.I.D., whatever you want to call him, you should, I mean, I would recommend his his music, you know. Um, I don't like the direction that it seems like it's taken lately, but overall, I would recommend it, you know. That fucking track with, oh, the fucking track with Conway the Machine, that Conway the Machine track with J.I.D. and Ludacris is, it, once I heard it, I was like, oh, this is one of the best fucking songs of the year. And it's not going to... It's going to remain in that discussion. The whole Griselda camp is killing it right now. But anyway, we're talking about Atlanta. But goddamn... Benny the Butcher, West Side Gun, Conway the Machine. They're, they're killing it right now, man. They're, they are... Real hip-hop. It's like a re- It's real rap. It's like... It's it's giving that voice back, you know, to hip hop in the mainstream. I know they're technically like indie, but they're out there enough where you could say that. Like they're getting out there, they're getting known, they're, and they're 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 putting in the work, you know. So I don't know. I mean, that that's the type of stuff that inspires me because I feel like I make a similar type of hip hop. I obviously I'm not. New York style. Although my lyric, my lyricism is is on that New York tip a lot of times. My style is in New York, you know. I fuck with New York, you know. Fucking Nas drop 
the probably at least one of the best albums last year, if not the best album. So I fuck with it, but I'm just saying I'm West Coast. I'm proud to be from the West Coast, and my style is West Coast, like for sure. But I definitely bring. I feel like I bring a level of bars that most West Coast rappers don't. I was thinking about that shit. I'm like, damn, outside of like Hyro, you know, TDE. Even TDE isn't really like bar bars, you know. They're more like uh, poetic type shit, I feel like. You know. So fucking, it's a select few that are really putting up bars like this. You know. On the West. Really in general. (laughs) But in the West, I was like, damn, I really am starting to carve my own lane in this shit. Because nobody's rapping like this in the West. This is like this is like an East Coast level of lyricism that Hyro had back in the day, and they still got, but I mean they're not as active as they were, and you know obviously they're getting older, so you gotta have a, the younger generation getting it too, and that's that's what I've been doing, man. Fucking, I realized that that shit hit me the other day. I'm like, shit, I'm fucking, I'm the lyrical representative of the West Coast, like I'm fucking bringing the high level bars that I don't think people normally attribute to the west coast which i mean they're wrong (laughs) but i'm just saying like i got a real chance to carry the torch so this this fucking year is gonna be crazy just look out i'm trying to drop as many hot tracks as i fucking can this year and i got a lot in the chamber so be on the fucking lookout (laughs) but we got this man um i got a show for you more of a show coming up stay tuned the Zero Graph Network. KZRO, your only station in space. I hope you all had a tremendous weekend. Everyone listening to this, everyone not listening to this, I hope your weekend was tremendous. I hope it was the greatest weekend. I hope you won bigly. (laughs) All right. I don't know why I did that. It just came naturally with what I was saying, I guess. But I've said this before. I believe I've said it on these space waves. But I'm not the type of person that would rather see my enemies lose than win myself. I would way rather just fucking win. I don't care if my enemies win. I don't even really have enemies, honestly. I just have, like, you know, people who have done shitty things to me that I don't talk to anymore. I'm not, like, actively plotting against anyone. Well, maybe one person. No, not really. A little. A little bit. (laughs) For moral reasons, okay? For moral reasons. You know, I, I may or may not be plotting against somebody. But, okay, to keep it real, though. I really just want to win. I don't care if other people win too. That's fine. I just want to win. You know, I I want to see my friends win. I want to see, you know, those people that I love win. I don't care if other people win. It doesn't affect anything, you know, at the end of the day. It doesn't affect me. It makes me happy to see people win. You know, I guess if you have bad... You know, like if you're, if you have a negative impact on the world, 
and you plan to continue to have a negative impact on the world, I guess I don't really want to see you win. <laughs> That's fair, okay? I don't want to see you win if you have, like, that negative impact on the world. <laughs> but other than that, I don't care if you win. I want you to win. I don't think most people have, like, nefarious intentions. I think people do fucked up things, you know, and maybe don't feel bad about it, and that's fucked up, but... I don't think most people are just out to, like, intentionally fuck the world up. I don't think that's, like, the goal, you know? Just personally. I could be wrong. You know, I could be wrong about a lot of things. But that's just how I feel. I don't know. that We got... Man, like I was saying earlier, the future's looking bright. Um, so a lot of you know that I'm working on a business with... Uh, our, our good friend New Jack, frequent visitor of the Life in Zero Gravity Godcast, he has been on way more than anyone else at this point. Like, there were some people that were on more than him at one point, and now he's just... I mean, he's almost a co-host, like I said. He's been on here a lot. <laughs> and, uh, it, you know, I've enjoyed having him on. I think that you can't make that type of... It would take years to build that type of chemistry conversation chemistry that we have and we have been having conversations like that for years and they only get better <laughs> so shout out to you new jack my unofficial co-host of life in zero gravity and you know what he was one of the first people that that actually believed in this early on you know like I, I don't think a lot of people, because for one, a lot of people didn't know that I had co-hosted radio shows in San Francisco for about seven years. So a lot of people didn't know I had that type of experience. Like, I've already, I'm a seasoned radio vet at this point. You know, shout out to Johnny Taco, Mr. Pedro Fernandez himself of Ring Talk fame. <laughs> You know, like, shout out to him for helping me hone these skills. Because now, like, I could do a show like nothing. Like, I can bust I can bust a show out. Like, I don't really have to write. I don't really have to come up with shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, I have an idea of where I want to take it. But I kind of let the, the multiverse guide me, as it were. <laughs> at the end of the day, like, that's what I do. Like, I just, I just say what I'm feeling at the time and... A lot of times it works out, you know? Like, I know people have different opinions and whatever, but... And that's fine. Like, I'm so glad that... I gotta say, I was reflecting on this. And all the fucking struggles in my life, all the fucking horrible things that happen, if they got me to a point where I am just totally at peace, like, I, I don't fucking... Shit just doesn't affect me. Like, I've always been a strong person, but damn like I just if you if you're acting if you are bringing like some fuckery around me I'm just instantly like done at this point I will cut like I will cut ties not even in a rude way not even wishing you bad but just like hey this is I don't know what this is I'm not trying to totally blame you but this fucking energy that is colliding right now is like causing fucking catastrophic things for both of us like we need to fucking just cut this shit out like right now <laughs> you know I, I'm it's like I've gotten to a point where I identify that and I know like I gotta admit all the people that said like oh you'll get this will happen with age 
you might have been fucking right about that. Because when I think about it, I'm like, you know what? There definitely is something to just getting older and, and like, getting past previous behaviors and getting over those type of things. I think there's definitely something to that. You know, I can't say for sure. I can't say this is a universal thing. I can't, like, say that my plan works for everybody. Because, honestly, I'm on the weird-ass path. And weird-ass things happen to me. You know? <laughs> Matter of fact, some, a weird-ass thing happens. Should I share this? I'll see how it plays to the crowd. Okay. This is something I was planning for stand-up. Because I want to get back into the world of stand-up. For those who don't know, I, I did stand-up for a couple years. But then uh, my grandfather passed away, and he was really a comedy inspiration. So he passed away like the week I had a show booked, and I had to cancel the show. I was like, damn, I'm just not in the mood. Like, you know, how does like one of the, if one of the main influences for comedy in your life, who is also like your male role model passes away, it's kind of hard to want to go on, like going on stage and telling jokes feels kind of trivial in the moment, I have to admit. So that's how it felt for me. I was just like, damn son like I've just I don't feel like doing this like I don't feel like putting myself out there for laughs like it feels weird to an extent you know it feels like it was kind of gross so I, I wasn't able to do that you know and, and rest in peace to my grandfather he was a, a, a great man and I appreciate what he brought to my life you know really like I never saw, I, I really wish I could have had him on here you know I wish I would have had a show at that time. He died before the show started, so. But man, he would have been, we could have had a, like great conversations. And that's why I'm thankful that I had Grandma Galaxy on. That's my last uh, living grandparent. So I'm glad to have like, it's like a time capsule for me. I don't know like how people felt about the episode. Like honestly, like that doesn't even matter to me. I'm just thankful to have, like, that time capsule with my grandma that I'll always be able to listen to, you know? Like, long past when she's gone, it'll still exist. And that's what I thought about. I'm like, how many... If you out there listening, if you have loved ones... (laughs) If you have loved ones, if you're not a lonely bitch... (laughs) No, I'm just... If you have loved ones, I would highly recommend, like, having a conversation like that, recording it, like remembering them like that like having that record and thankfully that's one of the good things about social media and all that is that is we're all going to have records of every of everyone it's kind of creepy in a way kind of big brotherish but <laughs> we're all going to have like these like at this point shit like well produced fucking documentaries about people's lives like you know what I mean? Like, everybody's going to have that. Like, whenever I die, there's going to be, like, hopefully a very interesting documentary. <laughs> I hope to make a very entertaining documentary one day. Like, I hope my life makes that. Or, like, story. Or even a biopic shit. But, like, if you get a biopic, you really did some shit, right? Anyway, I've strayed so far from the weird things that have happened to me. So, like, if you follow this show, you know, like, weird shit just happens to me like there would just be very fucking weird things that occur in my life and it's just like I don't know why this happened like but it it, it did and I just have to sit in this <laughs> so the other day I was at a store right and like you know when you're at a store like 
it was a like one of these big super shopping <laughs> big super shopping stores it was a big like I won't say which one it was but it was a big like Costco type Sam's Club type like massive store type thing you know so it has a big ass parking lot and so you know the all the cars see this is kind of my policy is like all the cars like I would rather just park and walk there than try to find a space closest spend all that time not find one and then end up having to you know what I mean like and I think it's annoying when people wait for spaces like that shit's annoying every time it makes you like I will I will just fucking stay here all day I've said that, and it's not realistic, I know I'm not gonna fucking sit in the car for like eight hours, just like, yeah, see, because they're not gonna do that either, wouldn't that be funny if that was just a standoff, like, of just fucking one guy waiting for a space and another, well, I guess it could be a guy or a girl, to be fair, or, or, um, you know, it could be anything, it could be two, like, inanimate objects, so, yeah, <laughs> anyway, so, my policy is like, hey, I might as well just fucking, like, park, get it over with, and walk up there. So, the way that it was set up, I parked, like, probably 30 spaces down from the entrance, right? Like, almost all the way at the end. And, like, the whole line looked filled. And even the parts in the front, you know, like, whenever you see some of the spaces in the front, like, there's one, I thought I saw one that was, like, available, but I was like, ah, oh, it's in the front, it's like handicapped or clean air vehicle it's one of those things so I don't think anything of it I'm like damn all right oh well you know I just parked really quickly so I walk all the way up there and as I'm walking this car pulls into the the very first space which was miraculously not handicapped or clean air vehicle and they hear me say damn I should have parked there and the fucking guy he reacts by going <laughs> like fucking like an evil like a fucking Bond villain laugh over getting a fucking parking space like slightly more convenient you know slightly more convenient <laughs> and so you know I <laughs> I just I observed this I'm just kind of staring at him like what the fuck like this was, it, like, the way he was laughing, you would have thought this was, like, the greatest accomplishment of this man's life. Like, to fucking beat someone to a parking space, you know. <laughs> so it was hilarious. It was just, like, it, I'm always going to remember that shit. And it's some weird shit that only really seems to happen to me, you know. I know people have weird occurrences. I just have a lot of fucking weird. I attract weirdos. I attract just weird-ass behavior from people. So, hey, if you ever hear this, congratulations on the fucking parking space. <laughs> I hope you I hope that was like the the tipping point in your life and everything just goes right for you after that. Really. <laughs> it was just I don't know, it was funny to me cuz I just like why, man? Like I guess the guy was funny in a way, but he seemed dead ass serious. Like he didn't even seem like he was joking. He just seemed like he was, like, dead-ass serious. He's, like, staring at me in the mirror. <laughs> like a fucking evil villain. Like, what the fuck? It was very weird. But, 
just one of the many weird tales that have happened to me. And I thought that would make, I, I might still do that in stand-up, because there's more to the story that I feel like I can tell that will make it funnier. And in the context of an act, you know, you can build and all that. But yeah, let me know if you make it this far into the episode, what you think of that as material. <laughs> Because I have ideas. I really want to get back to stand-up, you know. And um, that's been something that's been tough. Because I'm, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not the most controversial comic out there. I'm not, like, uh, a shock value type comic. I'm not, like, super over the top. But I, I do press the envelope. And um, it's it, we live in... The time we live in, it's like we're going through like a massive like overcorrection right now where there was like a lot of fucked up shit and everyone's just like trying to like sand all the edges down right now. And they're going, I, in my opinion, they're going overboard in a lot of ways. Like things are just getting too regulated in terms of what you can say, what you can't say. And it's getting to a point where it's like, it's really affecting comedy because people are afraid of being canceled and shit, and it's like, I get it, like, there's bad jokes, there's jokes that are made in bad taste, and, you know, there's those moments where we all know, I think, but now it's like, it's becoming, it's getting to the point where, like, everything is becoming one of those moments, you know, like, if you say anything, like, I don't know how many times I've heard people say like yeah I used to like Dave Chappelle until he, he I found out he was anti-trans and like I understand how you could potentially think that based on his comedy but this is my philosophy right I don't really make fun of trans people I don't find it for the most part I don't find it funny because it's it's kind of like low-hanging fruit, you know? It's kind of just like, huh, that dude looks like a mi- uh, girl. That, huh, that girl looks like a man or whatever. Like, it's lame-ass. It's just not funny, you know, for the most part. I thought what I thought Chappelle's jokes on, on uh, being transsexual were funny. I get why they could upset people, but I... I I ask you to think about if he were joking about another group, which Chappelle has joked about pretty much every group, right? And this, for whatever reason, seems to be the only group that has gotten him in any type of real trouble, you know? Like, no other group that he's made fun of. He played a a racist, like, black KKK leader... You know, on the first episode of Chappelle's show, nothing became of that. You know, he made all kinds of like, you can say they're racist jokes, right? But they're, you know, they're jokes. And for the most part, it's, they're punching up. They're not really, you know, there's a difference between punching up and punching down. You can say all that, but it just, it feels like, we are, and, and I think it's a good thing overall. I think it's a good thing for people to be more sensitive to people transitioning and to people like 
being transsexual, people being other genders that aren't just like the ones that that uh, the the ones that we've been informed about this entire time. You know, the ones that are kind of in a lot of ways forced on us. Like I get, I understand being gender fluid. You know, I get that because gender is a silly construct a lot of the time. There are all these gender roles that are assigned to you from an early age, and you may not feel like following any of those. Because why the fuck should you follow some archaic shit? Like, I get that. I honestly get... I understand, like, the point of it, you know? I I understand, like, how somebody could feel that way. Because I think if you really think about it, you probably kind of feel that way yourself. I guarantee there's times in your life where you're like, this is fucking stupid that I'm a man right now. This is fucking stupid I'm a woman right now. This is fucking stupid that I have to adhere to these societal expectations based on me having balls or not having balls. Like, it's fucking... It gets silly at times. You know? I know we've all had those moments. So I think we all... if Deep down, if we really thought about it, I think we all could relate to an extent. And I know a lot of people don't want to relate. Like, a lot of people... Or don't think they can. Or they're afraid to. But I think if you really look inside yourself, I honestly feel like you've had those moments in your life, you know, where you felt like this is stupid, like that I have to follow this gender role right now. Like this is not, (laughs) this doesn't seem fair to me, you know? I think we've all had moments like that, like for, for a lot of men out there where you felt like maybe you're a kid and you get you get the shit beat out of you by something, you know, like you fall, you fucking slam your head into the ground, you know, whatever it may be, like you slip, like (laughs) get hit by a baseball, get, get fucking tackled by somebody as a football player. Like there's moments in your life that are really painful and you're taught to suck it up, hold that in, you know, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta be a man. You can't express your emotions Generations and generations of men have been, like, force-fed this, you know. And I try to break that on here, if you can't tell. Like, I try to talk about emotions and mental health and all that more. As New Jack would would mess up mental stateability. (laughs) Uh, I gotta, you know, New Jack, I love you, bro. (laughs) It's mental stability. I've noticed you say mental stateability. And I always forget, and I should say, (laughs) but a lot of times he'll say it when he's in the middle of, like, making good points and shit, and I don't want to be a fucking dick and, like, interrupt him, but now I feel like a dick for (laughs) saying it now in this way, but, (laughs) yeah, man, it's mental stability. So people who listen to this might have been thinking the same thing, but then again, a lot of people aren't very good with vocabulary, you know, and New Jack has a good vocabulary, don't get me wrong, I think he just, like, mental state of, he probably read it, and has read it, it's one of those things where, like, you've read a word, and added, like, a letter to it for years, and then you finally realize, oh, damn, I added this letter to it, you know, in his place, like, in his case, I guess he added, like, two letters or something, mental stateability, but, yeah, so, I mean, 
I hope that we can get to a point where people feel more comfortable talking about their emotions because there are so many people out there who are just so underdeveloped emotionally. And a lot of them think they're developed. Like they think people have this weird mentality where they think they're ahead of everyone, you know, like a lot of people feel like they're like more mature than everyone and they're just more developed. And it's like a lot of people really aren't that think that way. Like a lot of people are really like more behind than they realize, you know, if you are so afraid of confronting your emotions that you run from confrontation, that you run from having discussions like that is a that's a problem. And that applies to so many people these days. That really applies to so many people. And I guess, you know, one of the last things I wanted to say is I see this so much on social media. I'm not even on there that fucking much. I'm not on there as much as y'all are. Like, but I see it so fucking much on social media. Damn. So... I think there are a sizable amount of people who would rather be victims than be empowered. And I've talked about it before. But there are people who would rather complain about their problems all day. Every day. And get sympathy. Than actually not have those problems. I know it sounds wild, but think about it. People who are empowered don't get sympathy. For the most part. To an extent. Like there's a level of it. Like because people always seem to take the side of business. And and the higher ups and all that. And the, and the employer. Like people fucking do that. For whatever weird reason. Something in my fucking. I guess leftist brain. is just like no. <laughs> no we don't fucking give these people an extra pass. Because they have more. You know. But. <laughs> I know that there's not a lot of sympathy for the empowered, you know, they get blamed a lot for things, but people who really are living a good life, not a lot of sympathy for them. People are just like, Oh, you're living a great life, you know? So I think, and that, that's what happens a lot. Of, that's what I, it's funny. Cause that's what I run into a lot of time. People are mad at me. It's uh, for being empowered. People get mad. I had a girl block me this week for fucking a stupid discussion. You know, I was telling her about all, all the, <laughs> I was telling her about all the five minute, five inch things and how like only 2% of guys are over eight inches and all that shit. And she got so mad that she blocked me. It was like the weirdest thing. She actually got that mad because I said, I said like, well, what I'm saying is backed by science. And she said, I don't believe everything I read on the internet, like condescendingly, you know, but it's like, this isn't like I read one thing on the internet. This is like health journals. There's all types of stuff, like all types of studies done. Like I'm, I'm surprised too, but I take the fucking, like, I'm not going to say, Hmm, who do I believe? All the scientists in the world combined are this girl's eye test. <laughs> huh? What? What should? <laughs> Which one is more credible? You know, and she just got that mad. She got so mad to the point where she decided to block me. 
it was just the it was just so wild to me and it there was an instance that showed me that people are uncomfortable with those who are empowered around them you know people get jealous and all that like as I straight up told her like I don't need your validation I don't like I'm going off of like facts I'm going off of like everything I've seen in my life like I don't need like your validation I don't need anyone's validation I guess that's the point that I was getting at with a lot of this episode I'm just glad to be in a place where I know I never needed the validation, but I'm glad to be in a place where I know I don't need the validation. I'm glad to be in that place where I feel more than ever, I know like that peace comes from within. Happiness comes from within. None of us need anyone's validation. As much as they as much as you might like for to have allies and to have people who care about you and all that true happiness comes from within and that's what we promote on life in zero gravity so stay tuned and I'll, I'll wrap this one up and I thank you And what a sports weekend it was. I would say topping our headlines for the weekend was Israel Adesanya, the style bender, defending his UFC middleweight championship against, which is uh, 185, defended it against Vittori. Second time he fought Vittori, went the distance, um, but got the win. Um, it was a unanimous win. I don't think anyone's saying that he didn't win the fight, but we were saying it was closer than the cards, which I can see. It seems like the cards were, like, one of the cards was 50-45, which, I mean, if anyone's saying this fight's competitive, that would kind of be clearly not competitive, at least on paper, right? (laughs) So, not bad. Not bad win, Stylebender. I've raised you one. Now, Stylebender bounced back pretty damn well from his only loss of his MMA career, which was to Jan Blackowitz. Blackowitz? I always forget. I always fuck that name up. But anyway, he went up to 205, lost to the champ. And life goes on for Stylebender. I mean, comes back impressively and gets the job done. Uh, Nate Diaz returned. Nate Diaz lost to Leon Edwards at uh, at welterweight, which is 170. But at the end of the day, like he ended up rocking Edwards in the last round, and Nate Nate Diaz is going to end up on another card, no doubt. And end up with some more paydays. He's just a draw, you know. That's just what it is. <laughs> like people just like to watch Nate Diaz fight, so. 
there's nothing you can do about that. I mean, I like watching it, but I like their attitude. I think they have, like, the Diaz brothers have, like, the the fighters. They have, like, a pure fighter's attitude, you know? So props to them for that. Now, on the baseball side of things, may as well, or no, we should get into baseball now, huh? That doesn't make sense, because it's NBA playoffs, so that makes a little more sense. So the Suns sweep the Nuggets, and they are now going to the Western Finals for the first time in a long time. The first time, no, I think they got there with Nash, right? Yeah, against Kobe. I think that's the last time. I forget which year that was. I was going to say the first time since Barkley, but no, it's actually not. So, I don't know, the Suns are playing well. Obviously, they sweep the Nuggets. I mean, it was the Nuggets without Jamal Murray, so it's not really, it's not the same, like, I wouldn't say it's the same, but, I don't know, they get it done, so impressively. And then on the Eastern Conference side of things, the Bucks win today, 107-96, and the series is now tied 2-2 with the Brooklyn Nets, so... Things are getting interesting over there. I don't know, like, what to make of it. It's not looking... <laughs> it's looking real interesting. I don't know. Especially, like, it looks like Kyrie got hurt now, so... not. It's not looking great for the Nets. They might be able to make it through the series, but I don't know. Like, they don't look like a lock to win the finals. And how crazy would that be if neither the Lakers or the Nets end up in the finals? What's crazy that I was thinking about is of the teams left, I think only the Bucks and the Sixers have won titles. Everyone else has not won a title. Clippers haven't, Jazz haven't, Hawks haven't, uh, Nuggets haven't, Suns haven't, and the Nets haven't. So most of these teams, so there's a really good chance that one of the teams or that the team that wins it all is not going to be a team that has won it before. So, interesting run of things. I don't know, like, going in, I still think that the, at full strength, the Lakers and Nets are both, like, I think those are the two best teams. But, I don't know, it doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen this year. (laughs) So, let's see. On the MLB side of things, the Dodgers have moved (laughs) within, they are one game behind the Giants now at 39 and 26. The Giants are 40 and 25, so they're just barely behind the Giants. Dodgers pick up a win today against the Rangers. They've won, I think they've won, what? Three, two of three so far, with the fourth coming tomorrow. So, we'll see. Or no, I think they, no, they won three of four against the Rangers, huh? Okay. They had a horrible loss yesterday, but they pick it up, get a win today. <laughs> so they get it done. And uh, I don't know, it's still early in the year. Uh, nobody's, like the Rays or... 
I was looking at that. The Rays, I didn't realize they're first in the AL East. So the Rays are 42 and 24. Got one of the best records in the game right now. Actually, the best record in the game. So the Rays of last year was, were no fluke. They're back. They're right back in it. One thing that I was looking at that was interesting is the Dodgers' run differential. Only the White Sox have a better run differential, right? Of plus 106. So the Dodgers' run differential is 91, and the Giants is 69. But they are <laughs> nice. But they are a game behind the Giants. So pretty interesting. But that will conclude this week in KZRO Sports. And now let us read from the Book of Graph. KZRO BARS! I'm sick of your human horrendousness. Wanna send this shit into endlessness. Not apprehensive, I'll slap you senseless. Y'all can't see this through crappy lenses. In is incomprehensible. Indigo, you're reprehensible. Your chin will blow up right on impact. I'm far from how you nylon simps act. Y'all sip Similac. You baby nuts, chicken nuggets. You can't make these cuts. It's cold cut combo. Going wombo. I'm pulling longbows. Throwing strong blows on foes. I fold them like J. Cole clothes. <laughs> More unavoidable than fake woke hoes. Moving at a speed that breaks slow pokes. All my takes make your takes so broke. I don't fuck with those fake asses. They better not even make passes. Cause I ain't got time for the BS. When I'm here, expect your score to be less. <laughs> I don't fuck with these fake asses. They better not even make passes. Cause I ain't got time for the BS. When I'm here, expect your score to be less. Bitch. That's our show. You know, it's that time. I know this is the worst time of your week when you finish an episode of this. Because you realize that nothing in your week will top this. And it sucks when you reach that peak and you know that that's the peak. For a lot of you, this may be the peak of your entire lives. So it sucks when that's over. What do you think about that, Astro? Well... When, when something that you love, like, let's say that, like, maybe there's a show that you really like, and then you have to wait, like, like three weeks for the next season to come out. What would you even do? I'd probably just, like, watch all of the episodes. All the episodes that I love. And then just keep watching them. Maybe that'd help me feel better. One minute... I think so. I think that would help. What is there anything you want to tell the multiverse? Well, I actually want to ask them a question. What's your question? This might be silly because there's only 
Okay, this might be a silly question. What are your guys' favorite type of planets? Because I know there's only one planet that we can live on, but some of the planets are, that we can't live on are actually really cool. So, what are your favorite planets? What's your favorite? I mean, I, I should say Earth, right? No, Earth because sucks. Just I'm kidding. kidding. Um, hello. If you're on an Earth, then... Well, I guess you could, because you said that it's the only space station. What? I, I it's the know. only station in space. Yeah, so technically you could still be able to do your pod, um, I mean, broadcasts. Always. Yeah, but, did I already tell you? Yeah, I did. But, again, Nep Neptune rains diamonds, isn't that so cool? That is cool. That's good to know. It's interesting. Yeah, so you could just, like, go to Neptune and then just pick up some diamonds and then go back to Earth. That would be cool. Yay. Good well, idea. That, that'd take a long time to get to Neptune, though. Right. It would. So. Poor Neptune. I mean, you could sell it for, like, maybe a million dollars or more. Oh, but well, it, Neptune. Makes, uh, I wonder how much Neptune is worth off those diamonds. Probably, like, well, it might not be anything. Because, like. Never know. Yeah. Well, thank you for helping me in this. We'll be back next week. Well, already only like like three and a half minutes. Well, I don't know. Uh, well, yeah, we were, we'll be back. We could do, you know what? If you want, we can do a longer one next week. What do you think? Yes, please. It has to be at least half an hour. Okay. <laughs> so you heard that. Maybe we'll have an interview with the Astro. Good night, good day. Good day, night. Good afternoon. Good morning. <laughs> Bye. Was a little heavy.